You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. He's here, Pete Weatherburn at 087 Pete Weatherburn from Brave Vet on Old Connor. His website, petethevet.com and various newspapers like the Weekly People and the Daily Telegraph. You're very welcome, Pete. Good morning. Thank you morning. for coming in. And you've got some news there, and it's news that we've heard before, but it's happening again. Yes, it's a, a very sad story. Um, it's just breaking news this morning, really, um, in that in Essex, in England, um, tragically, a, a baby has been killed by a dog, and the baby's um, twenty-two. The baby was just four months of age, and the baby's twenty-two-month-old brother was seriously injured with what they describe as life-changing injuries. So, um, basically, what happened was this dog, for unknown reasons at the moment, um, attacked and killed a four-month-old baby, and very seriously injured um, a toddler and um, the, 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 a woman presumably the mother um, she was also attacked and sh- she's been injured but, but not as severely injured Why? Uh, uh, you know there are only it's been said bad owners and not bad dogs mm. Why is it that it's always this type of dog? Yes they, they said that they hadn't basically we haven't heard exactly what type of dog it was but what they're saying is it was a Staffordshire Bull Terrier type and they're saying that it was a you know like a looked like it was a crossbred dog that was a a, a bulkier bulkier bigger than a standard type of Staffordshire Bull Terrier and of course this this does raise the question of um you know should more be done about particular types of dog breeds. This keeps on coming up, you see, it keeps on coming up. Whenever we hear these instances of dog attacks, it is you can't deny that it does seem to be when when people are when, when babies are, are killed, um, it does seem to be that type of dog in the news headlines rather than somebody's Jack Russell or Chihuahua or 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 or, or um I don't know. Um, well let's any start ruling out a few things. Mm. Is there a type of irresponsible person that has these dogs? Can we generalise like that? And the answer probably is no. But see, well, I, I think if, I, if we go on the principle that there's only bad owners, not bad dogs, I, do you I, agree with that? First of all, um, I, I, I think that the, the biggest problem that I think that we face that, that is never dealt with is that we never hear about exactly what happened. We have these massive headlines when a baby is killed, um, and it's, you know, this is discussed ad nauseum on social media for the following two to three days, and then it's completely forgotten about. And really what ought to happen is there should be some sort of public forensic process where every aspect of that dog attack is analysed and discussed... And then a full report should be drawn up in, I don't know, two, three or four months. And that then should be headlines. So everybody sees exactly what happened. So I don't know. I mean, how could a baby and a toddler be attacked? A dog doesn't just go from sleeping peacefully in its basket to suddenly rampaging through the room, attacking every living creature. That's just not how dogs work. Um, So what happened exactly? Have they a a bar that's lower than other dogs to feel threatened or to feel, uh, I suppose, irritated? No, not at all. I think that the, the, the two aspects of these breeds 
that would give me some cause for concern would simply be, first of all, their physical structure in that they're very strong, muscular dogs. So that if they do become suddenly very aggressive, it's difficult to physically stop them because they're so big and strong. Um, for example, if, if a little Yorkshire Terrier went absolutely berserk and attacked you, well, you know, you could just push it away with your foot. Where if, if one of those if a, if, a, if a 40 kilogram muscular animal attacks you, well, it might knock you down and, and continue biting you. So the sheer physical attributes of the dogs are the first thing. The second aspect, which people sometimes may be in some denial about, is that these dogs were originally, many years ago, they were bred to be fighting dogs. And that means that they there's a, there's a, a risk that some of them will have some degree of... Um, ability or desire to be aggressive when they're roused, more so than other breeds. Now, you can't say that applies to every dog by any means, but it does mean that there's a risk that it, it, it may apply to some. Well, but if you're bringing but, in one of these dogs <coughs> to a family and it has the toddlers, or maybe the toddlers arrive or the baby arrives and the dog has already been established there by a few years, is there any way of training everybody, I don't know if you can train the babies, but train the dog, train the owner, um, have some sort of induction uh, on mm. to everybody who's going to be interacting inside that house. Well, Declan, I think that's far more important than trying to start some sort of breed banning process. Um, it's all about education and there's plenty of programmes out there teaching people how to have children safe around dogs, teaching people what are the sort of situations that may prompt dogs to be unexpectedly aggressive. And there's lots of examples there. They would include, for example, when there's food around, for example, when um, when a child is crying, if they're, if they're at the same level of floor as the dog. Um, there's lots of examples of situations where parents need to learn to be particularly careful. Well, and, and to take a very, very obvious aspect of this um, a dog should never be left alone with a child no dog should ever be if you've got a, a baby on a, on a little bouncer um, caught on the ground you should never have any dog wandering around right beside the child without you being within a couple of yards you just shouldn't do that it's just too dangerous so yes but the, I, but I agree. the dog is a lovely pet and the dog no, knows the family you, 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 you still have to be aware of the risk and careful about it um, but the, 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 what worries me in the situation is that, that two things, first of all the dog was euthanized immediately which I understand is a very human reaction That's what the police is that the did. law? it's not the law, the, the owners gave permission and the dog was euthanized immediately the problem with that is that we will now have no ability to examine that dog to, to maybe set it up for trials with dog behaviorists to see is, is there something about the dog in particular that made it more likely to be suddenly aggressive? We can't analyse, we can't do a sort of a, a um, you know, a post-incident analysis of the creature to find out perhaps why it did this. That's the first issue I think it's important. I don't think these dogs should be euthanised immediately. I think we should have a much more thoughtful um, approach to them afterwards. And the second thing is, unfortunately, this is going to drive people to talk about banning these breeds, but that's just nonsense. Mm. First of all, because the statistics don't support that they are involved in more dog attacks perhaps the dog attacks are involved with the more serious but in any, other dogs are just as likely to attack but the other thing is this that 
um, if you ban one breed, all that happens is people who want that type of animal go for another breed. For example, you could if if they ban um, pit bull terrier types, people what they then do is they they crossbreed boxes with Labradors with something else, and you end up with a dog that looks yeah. similar, but it isn't that breed. And so you you don't achieve anything by doing that. Yeah, so ed- education is way way more important than trying to. But education for the dog. Uh, no education of people. You can't expect alerting, the dog. alerting people to the risk situations so that they avoid them. Right. But so also analysing these situations, we find out well, what did go wrong, and let's spread the word out what went wrong so that other people learn from this. Mm, uh, a texture says uh, we're told to muzzle those sort of dogs out on the street, but these incidents uh, can take place inside the house. You can't muzzle them there. Yeah, well, that's that's why the the, the legislation in this country it it does on the surface seem to protect. Um, members of the public um, but you're right that when you hear about these reports nearly always it's a home situation everybody's relaxed and suddenly everything goes haywire and goes badly wrong so that's really what we need to be looking at is how can we change things in a home I don't believe that banning animals or restricting licensing of animals or whatever is going to help I believe education is what it's all about Okay, if you want to read uh, what uh, Pete Weatherburn has to say his website is petethevet.com Thank you Pete Thank you